Hallelujah. Well, can I just say that um, I will speak a little bit from the last uh, speaker before Reverend Omar came to speak. Because what I really wanted each person to share with you on this, because three minutes is not enough to dig into the scriptures and, and talk, but what is their personal experiences? The last speaker said that she went with another sister to the place where John, you know, stood where he baptized people. And in that place, they met a lady who told them that, um, you know, the, uh, the story about the, the very spot, that there was a cave where the church is built. Can, I, can you give me on your, on, your, on your screen the picture of the map, or if you have the picture of the island, whichever one you have, just put it on the screen. Because I know I gave you the picture of the seven churches in Asia Minor, so that people can have connection to what I'm saying. Now, so, and uh, you reckon that she was told that they have 365 churches or something like that there? Is that correct, right, sister? Yes. Did you take the name of that person and contact? Okay, I know where we will get there because there is a seminary built on the island. Our next trip next year will be, we will be contacting that seminary so that it will be a full seminary exposure. And we'll be going next year back to the Isle of Patmos from, on the October the 12th to October the 19th. The cost of what it will be for each one, we will let you know before the end of July. So that if you want to go to Island of Patmos, you can start putting the savings. Uh, somewhere. What about Island of Patmos? Island of Patmos uh, was inhabited as far back as history is concerned for the first time, 3000 BC. Now the fact is that those who inhabited Island of Patmos, the history doesn't know who was the first inhabitant, but they knew that it was inhabited by human beings 300 BC, before Christ. Then the, the fact is that in the time of John, or a little brief, is that island of Patmos, in agreement with what the woman told you, derived its name from Artemis, a goddess of Rome. And island of Patmos has around his myth, um, involvement of Artemis, Zeus, and, um, and um, Artemis, Semiramis, you have uh, Apollo and Zeus, the three gods of ancient Greek, you know, are around the myth. But it derived its name from Artemis, which is a goddess. So it was an island dedicated to Luciferianism. But the people who were living there at the time of John was because they were, they were all bandits. Because in time of John, um, anybody who committed the highest crime and the Roman government wanted to punish them, they would just send them to partners. So it was a, an island that is totally, uh, you know, um, infested by idol worshipping as well as um, crooks and criminals. But something about partners also is that the island has passed through several governments. When I come to teach you after our trip to Israel, I will help you understand the government that have been, even, you know, this country, United Kingdom, at the time, we ruled over Island Apartments. But something about Island Apartments was that it would blossom 
and then the government will come in and they will destroy it. It was cosmopolitan commercial city. And then they will destroy it. And then it will blossom again. And then they will destroy it. But at the time that Paul, uh, John went there, it was totally wrecked. So it's for those who will go there and just die. And I will narrow that down to what mommy said. That something that will happen to anyone, who, if you are, if you are a spiritual person, going to a land of Patmos is this. One, you will feel the presence and the presence has never left the place. Second thing that we glaring to you was the naivety of the people who live within the presence. That God's presence is so much here, but yet the people who are there have lost contact. But there is something you learn from them. They are very religious. And Jesus said, unless you and I, our religion is better than that of Pharisee. In other words, we must be as religious as them, but with the edge of the Pentecostalism. That is with knowledge. Every hour of prayer, they are in the temple praying. And they will conduct their prayer for 30 minutes. Now, I've never met these people before. I taught you that you should be doing that, isn't it? That is the platform I gave you for more than 30 years. So, these people will call for prayer and they will pray. And they pray religiously. We learn that from them. Another thing is that, of course, they preserve the history. Though a generation have come, generations have come who don't understand the history, but however, they still preserve the history. Of course, the team went to Corinth as well. The first, the port where Paul landed when he first entered Greece, uh, uh, Greece, yeah. And they also went to Acropolis where Paul stood and preached you Athenians. Our conclusion is that mommy said, we are going there for revival. Yes, we are going there. Because when I looked at the people, I said, my God, we cannot leave these people with such heritage without showing them the God who appeared to John here. But let me say this to you. That revival begins from Woolwich. And it begins now. Do you know, I told you there are three things that you need to pray about. I told you this before I traveled, because the Holy Spirit told me this. If you look at the past one week, Europe, America have been celebrating Lucifer. Lucifer has changed his cap in Europe into socialism, into sexism, into um, uh, inclusivity. I would get that. And now he has gotten so much integrated that he has captured the law and received sympathy from a lot of ignoramus. An ordinary man on the streets has sympathy to Lucifer, not knowing that it is Lucifer they are having sympathy to. And so he's getting the loyalty of those who have no knowledge of God. And it is mounting. And if you look at our country, especially those of you who are young and you are still giving back to children, have you sat down to imagine what your children will face in their primary school? In their secondary school? In their university? Now let me say this to you. That means that you and I have to wake up with unholy indignation. I expected that the nations of the West will celebrate revival. But contrary, they are celebrating Lucifer. Let me help you know this. So, 
three things that the church need now is that you need to keep praying for the power of God for your life. If you're a Christian, Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. A Christian without that power, what is he? He amounts to nothing. He will even side with the psychological uh, or sociological expressions of the devil against the church. That's what it will be. You will have sympathy to what Satan is doing because you do not have the power of God. The second thing I said to you is that if you look at how did this ideology storm the whole West to the place whereby the whole parliament of West, almost, let me say 90% of parliament of West, are either for it or sympathetic towards it. All right? How? Homosexuality. How is it that the parliament of the world became so sympathetic to it? We who came from satanic background or satanism, we know that in witchcraft it is an arm. It was an arm of witchcraft. We know what that arm was instituted to do by Lucifer. And this arm of witchcraft has existed across the Bible, even as reflected in the book of Genesis in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah. But how is it now that it has become an ideology? Has it changed? No, it only changes face. It's the same worship of Satan. But this is the fact. How is it that 90% of our parliament in, I could say, the United Kingdom and America, because I'm very much involved with those two countries, believe that it is a way of life, or people are born with sin, or people, I mean, or they are just sympathetic to it. And you have minority in those parliaments who are saying, the Bible says it is a sin. And it is a sin. Excuse me. You and I can begin to imagine, how could a man, reasonable man, say a behavior was inherent by birth? That doesn't mix with common sense. It is like saying to me that somebody who murder other people, they were born to do that. It's like saying to me that a prostitute is born as a prostitute because it's also a pattern of sexual orientation. It's like saying to me that those who, who, um, um, you know, uh, who have sex, sexual intercourse with children, pedophiles, that's how they are born. Obviously, we are tending towards that now because I think in the, in the field of medical, in the medical field and psychological field, they are beginning to say that the brain of fetophile are different, that they have some, some issues in their brain. And that is how they, were, they, they started with this homosexuality before it now became a law. And where we are going to unearth is that in a short time, they will just say that, oh, to be a pedophile really is you are born with it. Every sexual misbehavior will be justified on the same platter as a function of birth, which means it is not controllable by the victim. Okay. How can we overthrow it? How can we help people to know the truth? As God's church, we love every man. We love idol worshippers. 
We love Muslims. We love homosexuals. We love wizards. We love prostitutes. But we hate the conduct that the Bible hates. And we cannot say we love sin. For the Bible detests sin. And sin is sin. However, how can we bring the world to the knowledge of truth? The first thing is, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Since you got born again, have you spoken in tongues? Since you got born again, have you, have you experienced the gift of the Holy Spirit? First Corinthians chapter 14, chapter 12, and Romans chapter 12 too. Since you are born again, okay, you come to church. Do you seek God at home? In this church, I publish Bible reading for each day. Two verses in the, in the morning, two verses in the evening for you to study. You are a member of this church. Have you been involved with that? In this house, every Tuesday, we gather to read the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and explain it, discuss it, where you also have opportunity to share what you understand by the scriptures, so that you can develop in your, in your imagination or reasoning when it comes to the Bible. But are you part of it? In this church, like we saw in the island partners, people gather here every day to pray from 7 to 8, daily, Monday to Friday. On Saturdays, they go out to the streets for evangelism. Fridays, a group will have vigil in this church. And if you're a member of this church, are you involved in that? Listen to me. What is the difference between those who are involved in it and you? Whatever you put into your life determines what you will get from your life. You can never reap in your life what you did not sow in your life. Now, we have come to the place in the societies of the world now that if you do not know the Bible, Satan will confuse you. The law is opposed to Christianity and challenging Christianity on a daily basis. Changing the definition of marriage is the false success of Satan against the kingdom of God and against God's people. But it will be short-lived. I said that it will be short-lived. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. I will tell you what will happen. I'm sure that in a short time, they will redefine divorce. So that divorce can be drive-through. You can drive through here and marry. Kiss yourself at the corner and drive back and divorce. Divorce is finished. You watch it, it's going to happen. The next thing I see is that Satan will, through the law and legislators, begin to change and redefine everything the Bible stands for, values of the Bible. Right now, you and I are still protected in England by Equality Act 2000. Okay? But it's for a short time. The right to manifest your religion will soon be redefined. In common law, it's very easy. It is a little bit stricter in civil law because civil law is coded. Common law, someone can come up among the judges and establish an argument, and that argument he can 
derive a new definition. And that will become a precedence. A Christian judge was fired in England this year because he was in a party and he expressed that I believe that a family is better with a man and a woman. Somebody had that, reported him, and he was disbarred. The Christian Alliance have been fighting for him up till date, not yet to Supreme Court level. We're going there. And it, you know, he has been convicted. You know, they overrule uh, all our uh, proposition. So this man, because of his Christian belief, which he, he expressed in his privacy, he lost his job as a judge in England. How many of you are waiting to lose your job now? Because of the faith. Alright? Now, if that be the case, what can Christians do to overturn this? <laughs> you know, God said to Moses, you shall say to the people, the Lord is God. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul. You have come to the place to choose who you love. And if you claim you love God, you must also demonstrate that you love Him. Listen to me. If you say you are a Christian, what do you have to show for it? If you don't have the knowledge of the Word of God. If you say you are a Christian, what do you have to show for it? If you cannot ask God something and hear Him straight away, what would distinguish you from those who are not? Can you hear God? Yes. Can you seek Him and find Him? Yes. If you are a Christian and you have the same knowledge non-Christians have, then what is the distinction between you? The church of God have known about Satan, devil, demons, 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 demons. Okay? For years. But little did they know about angels. Excuse me. Understand that the church of God can never know demon like a wizard who serves demons. I will together now. So, what we have that no man can enter is fellowship with the eternal father through the Holy Spirit of God that lives in those who believe in him. Your Christianity have to change now to the biblical Christianity. When I was in Island Patmos, I told you, I sought God and told God that I cannot come to this island without having encounters. I was teaching you about angels, of course, you remember? Yes? We were looking at angels, isn't it? I can't hear that yes. Don't give me yes like somebody who needs to drink some coffee. I will tell you about Greek coffee. When you go to Greece, if they ask you tea or coffee, just say tea. If you say coffee, I, I wonder who will deliver you when that coffee comes. It's so small in, 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 in cup, but I tell you, man, it is so Greeky. <laughs> Hallelujah. Very, very powerful, dangerous coffee. 
You take a shot, the whole of your body will be coughing around. Now, <laughs> I said before I went to Greece, I was teaching you about the ministry of angels, correct? Now, help me this. So if I'm teaching you about ministry of angels, and I went to the place where angels appeared on the ground, and the rock blasted, and, you know, heavens opened, and the apocalypse was written, what do you expect of me? I told God, if you appeared here to John, I cannot have a story to tell unless you also send an angel to me. And the first night on the 19th of June, an angel appeared to me after 12 o'clock prayer and spoke with me for four hours. I haven't discussed with him for four hours. He said to me, I was sent to tell you three things that Christians can do and they will win the heart of the Father. That the Father will love them so dearly. And he says to me, anyone the Father loves so dearly, heaven will be disposed to him. The angels of God will be available to him. If you look at the book of Daniel chapter 9 and chapter 10, you know, when the angel Gabriel appeared to Daniel, he said to Daniel, you highly favored, isn't it? Uh-huh. I know Christians who always say, you know, I'm blessed, I'm highly favored. That confession does not bring God's favor like that. It is relationship. Relationship. And he just said to me, the first thing that Christian, God expected from Christian is loyalty. I did a teaching trial last week on this. I'm not talking about that. And when I come back, I'll talk more about that. The second thing is dedication or devotion. That is dedication that interprets into devotion. Because dedication can be synonymous to commitment. But he's not talking about that. He's talking about dedication that is interpreted or applicable to sanctimony or sanctity. Which is devotion to God. And he said the third thing is commitment to service. Somebody who just loves to serve with God's gift. Somebody who wants gift of God so that he can serve humanity. Okay? Now we'll look more into these three attributes and we'll look at characters in the Bible. The first character that I can give in the Bible that it was reckoned to him, these three things, is Enoch in the book of Genesis chapter 5. Go and check it. The Bible says Enoch was a man. He walked with God and God took him away in the bodily form. That is total loyalty, devotion or dedication to God and commitment to service. But one of the benefits God gave Enoch was that Enoch gave birth to Methuselah, who became the oldest man in the world. There are so many things about dedication to God. Your life will become easy if you can do these three things, I'm telling you. These people in, in Patmos we met, very loyal, very devoted. All right? Though they are loyal and devoted, but it's religion because they do not have the knowledge of the word. And you see what the devil is doing? Those who have the knowledge of the word, he makes them treat God anyhow. Church, they won't go. Some Christians don't find it important to attend prayer daily in the church. They tell me it doesn't really matter. It does matter. Maybe if I'm able, I would tell you to go and join witchcraft. The white witches, go and join them. And you see the suffering they go through. 
what they have to pay in devotion to Lucifer. And when they miss it, the terrible punishment that will be given to them. No mercy in cult. Those of you who came out of it will agree with me. But because God is so merciful, we treat him anyhow. That should stop, if that is you. How many years do you have to spend in this world? Walk, 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 and drop dead. Somebody else will inherit everything you have done. How much of your labor do you, do you feed on? Once you earn your salary, there are so many organizations that are keen up to take part of it. Beginning from the bank, the one who will supply electricity, the one who will sell you the food you will eat, he will bring in food, you will give him money. From your labor. You check your labor, the moment your salary is collected, there are several people pulling here and there. So the Bible says, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. But you can join with me today. That from this month of July, we will serve God the Bible way. You know, I said this in prayer to the people in, 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 um, in uh, New Cross. I, if I was not a minister of God, I cannot find myself following any Christian leader who does not have encounters with God. I can't. I can't. Let me tell you something now. Somebody will tell me stories. I can read stories as well. You can read stories. Okay? Anybody can read stories written by other people. Okay? Even non-Christians can read stories. If you tell me that you are a lawyer, I don't want to hear, you know, your title. I want to hear your intelligence in law. You tell me you are a doctor. I don't want to hear just your DR behind behind your name. I want to see your, your ability in medicine. I want to question you right there. And you show me that you are a doctor by knowledge. How can you then say you are a Christian and you know nothing? Listen to me. That tide will change from now. Really every pressure around you tells you, do something. So therefore, before I stop, you know the angel said three things. Then the angel said to me, I want to teach you about humanity. And then he gave me a topic on humanity. And I said to the angel, hold it. Let me wake up and write down what you are saying. I don't want to forget these three pillars. And you know angels, the way they speak, they, they, are, they are echo of God. He didn't reply. And I know that's what they do, angels. They won't just reply you unless if God is so merciful as to tell you that, reply him. Because you see, man, my, my humanity was reflected in this vision. It is humanity that forgets. Spirituality do not forget. Alright? But I was consumed with my humanity, telling the angel that let me wake up so that I can remember. It is my, my human part that is telling me I will forget. If I had known, I would, not have, I would have overpowered my human part and remained there and continued to hear the lecture of humanity and I will never forget that. As I moved from one room to the other to wake up and write... I woke up, I was hearing the angels speaking, continuing to give this lecture. While I was getting more awake into the world, I took my pen and wrote those three things down, went back into the revelation, and the angel was gone. Alright? But I know that he's not gone forever, because any one of you who have been prophetic, 
like myself, encounters of heaven and angels, you will agree with me that when God shows, even if you're a Bible student, you will know that when God shows, He shows in parts. And when He shows you in part, what He's saying is that come up hither and seek me, so that you can now understand further. So, I welcome you to the month of July, the month of seeking the face of God. This is the month of revelation. When that angel comes back to me and tells me about the humanity, I will come back to you and download to you. But, why should it be I alone? You two go, get something from heaven and tell me. Flesh give back to flesh, spirit give back to spirit. The oil put on the head of Aaron falls to the collar. I told you, anything that you see God do in Apostle Williams is available to the babies in CFT Church. Everyone in CFT Church. But you will get it when you follow the path that I follow, which is seek the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. God is paramount to me. Not money, not wealth, not human knowledge. All of us are secondary. Because when you get God and you find God, He makes other things easy for you. So we're going to join our hands together that from this month, we really will seek God. There is no age barrier or limits to this. Daniel at the age of 17 sought God and he found him. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, all 17, they sought God, they found him. Josiah at the age of 8 was made king. He sought God under spiritual instructor. Uzziah at 16, verse 5 says, as long as he sought God, God gave him success. I want your life to be easy. And as I'm teaching you all this, I want to jubilate with you all the time when you are successful by God. I want to be able to come to your house and be happy. I want to see a people that when you testify, you don't talk about demons because you have gone beyond that level. I want to see a people who, whose testimony is as written in the Bible. And you know where they are? You are the very persons. It will happen to you. I say it will happen to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Before we sing. I will want to say that everyone who I will appoint to minister the word of God. Because I told you that July we are going to implement structure. So all of you looking at me like this in the front row. I'm going to roster you to come and share the word of God. Preach. Conduct services. And those of you that I have seen you for some years. You have just come from university. Yes. You will come and lead us prayer. You will lead us into prayers. I will give you... To come and share the word of God for 10 minutes, 5 minutes, and we will be time you. And so that I put you in the hot seat. Because God is showing me the revival that he has sent me. And in a short time, you will not find me here every Sunday. Because I will be going out. That this nation will be saved. And then we move into Greece. God has opened a big door for us in Greece. On this trip, we conducted the minister's conference in Greece. Some of them are coming this end of this month to our conference. Greece is now on fire. Because the revival that happened in Athens, we will light the fire. And it will happen again. The revival of John, in that very water, I want to baptize people. As John baptized them in that water, I want to step into that water and baptize people. So therefore, we have joint venture. 
a joint agreement that we're going to seek God, we're going to pray, and God is going to move in our land. In conclusion, humanly I told you, you pray God for power. Secondly, you seek knowledge. Read, read, read. CFT members, read. All these decisions to change parliaments came because those who decided to do so. For many years, they gave themselves to knowledge. And before you know it, they became CEOs of organizations. They become decision makers of governments. They went into the parliament. They sought knowledge and they rose in ranks. At that time, Christians in England were sleeping. Now that they now come up in their minds, they could take decisions in parliament contrary to your protests. Really, if they decide to protest, their protests will be larger than your own protests. They have seized the industry, they have the finance. They can, they, can, they can manipulate the media, which they are doing. They have dominated every area of intelligence. So Christians need to wake up and acquire knowledge. Don't tell me you are too old. In this church, knowledge is good. The Bible says, seek it with all what you have. It says, above all things, gain understanding. You will need it. Those of you who are retirees, you are the one better to seek knowledge because you don't have any job doing anymore. The only job is to read Bible and to, to read knowledge. Just keep on reading. You don't have to go to university if that will give you hypertension because of submission of assignments. Go to library, read the history of Britain. Go to library, how did this nation form? Read it. Read about the monarchy so that you know about the monarchy, you know about the chancel, you know about the law. You can read it without going to university. If you want to put credence behind your name, then go to university. Let me say something to you. I'm going to send you running. Come on now. Uh, Pastor Tayo caused the trouble last week. When Pastor Tayo was speaking here with uh, all the teams who were speaking about, um, uh, on that day they were in the men's meeting, they were speaking about um, transformation. You know, I sat down there and I began to search, where will I do my PhD in law? And I said, boy, you have to be sensible. All the PhDs I've seen in law, they are looking at topics I am not interested. Okay? I wanted to do something on, not just human rights, but something that appertains to human rights. But all the right they are looking for is not what I want. I won't mention those things because I'm live on television. And then I found the course in Cambridge. I say yes. Even if that course in Cambridge is not in line with what I want. Because they will put Cambridge behind the name. I will go and study it. So when I studied that and put Cambridge behind the name, and then I can go and study the one I want. Whether they study that in Carter Bridge or Edo Bridge, I will come and add it to it. So I picked up my pen and contacted them since last week. Now I'm working on the submissions I need to make so that I can secure. When the boss told me that that, that is closed, I said, don't worry, I will wait. If it's 10 years, you will open 
I will wait for you. Okay? Cambridge, Oxford, and then Harvard. Put it behind your name. You will need it very soon. Cranfield, LSE, when you are going for master's degree, don't just go to anywhere. Go to the Avalanche universities. You will need them very soon. And the final one is your business. I will talk to you much about business. I think my time was up. I was sharing with us now. My friend is going to become the next Prime Minister of England. I told you, didn't I? Uh, Why are you looking at me like that? And let me say something to you. He has the winning card after the short period he was going to rule. I will vote for him. He has the winning card. Somebody who will listen to the voice of God and godly instruction should rule England. But let me say this to you. Where are we going? Brexit? Well, it seems as if we are going to live without any deal. Okay? So those of you who are here, when I come back, we'll come and talk about WTO rule. Because some organizations now have decided to move their headquarters to England. One of them is from China, investing about 11 billion. While some people are saying that when we have Brexit, we have problems. When I come back, I will show you the problem we have. Let me say this to you. Problem is another opportunity to become a multi-millionaire. The way to it is what they call frugal innovation. I'm going to sit with you. Those who are interested will come, not just Sunday. I will talk to you about frugal innovation. There is money on the streets of England when we exit without a deal. We will suffer as a country. That suffering will create opportunity to make money. Uh -uh. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) Let's stand up and pray. (laughs) One of the reasons why God allowed us to go and acquire all those knowledge is so that we can use it. So that when I go, I don't have a problem about financing. All those who want to go and preach all over the world, we can send them to China to preach. They will go there as scholars and advisors to Chinese government and they will get the whole place saved. Somebody say amen. amen. Some of you will go to the United Nations and mingle with them. Before they know it, all their leaders filled with the Holy Ghost. When Satan is still sleeping, you have penetrated all the pillars of the devil in the world through knowledge. And, but you go with power. So that before people know it, we have taken back control. Not like the Parliament of England, I mean control. <laughs> we have brought all the juntas that Satan had relied upon. Secretly, their nocodemuses will be born again. And filled with the Holy Spirit. And God can only do that through you. We're going to lift up our voice together. Let's pray and tell the Lord, use me in this very season and empower me by your Holy Spirit. Shall we just begin to pray in the name of Jesus? Tell the Lord to use you. God said to Isaiah, who shall go for us or who shall we send? Somebody from his heart say, send me Lord. Here am I, send me Lord. Tell the Lord, empower me to love you, to be loyal to you. Help me, O God. Tell God, help me, 
be loyal to you. Help me, O oh God, to serve you with all my heart. Worldly pleasure, all forsaken. The men of old, they sought God and they sought knowledge. And they changed this world. Pray and tell God, let the spirit to seek God rest upon Christ's faith tabernacle. The spirit to know God, let it rest upon our children and our women and our men, our boys and girls. Destroy the deception of Satan over our soul. Tell the Lord, free us from all pain. Tell the Lord to use you in whatever you are doing. Tell God, take me to the top in my career. And use me by your power to bring many to salvation. Change my Christianity, say to God. Let my Christianity be demonstration of power, 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 power. Not just talk, 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 but power, power, knowledge. Grant unto me, O God. Rebrag the Mosca Paridadu Satai. O sovereign Lord. Yere ye mose kele bomba londo sile dai. Mabra la gabomba sorolombre diskepuri marandej. Tell the Lord, my time has come. The time for the sons of God and daughters of God has come on earth. Anoint us with grace, O God. Anoint us with power, O God. Anoint us with knowledge. Tell God, Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. Let it be manifest over my life. The Bible says, God distinguish Daniel. Tell God, distinguish me with knowledge, O God. Distinguish me with spiritual knowledge too. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' holy name we are praying. I can't hear your amen. Let me lead you to one prayer. You know, everybody have good dreams on earth. Everybody have good thoughts for themselves or not. But not everybody implements it. Between your good thought and implementation is the tempter, the devil. It is he, by the powers of his demons, that demoralizes good ideas. But when people think of evil, they enhance it. So that your body is quick to evil. Waste your time. And when the things that will contribute to your time, they make you fed up or frustrated. You shrug your shoulder to the substance, but you run with zeal to shadow. We are going to pray. None of you should live a life of regret. Your life today is as a result of what you did to your life yesterday. If you change your life today by what you do now, the next three years, five years, what will be of you in England? The next ten years, what will be of you in England? If you are in this church, I have told you, you must always be futuristic. Because your God, your God is, you cannot live a life without a purpose. And every day you wake up, I've told you the five questions you ask yourself. Your life must address your ultimate goal. You must not waste one day of your life or one hour of your day. Because we will never recover that again. Are we together? So we are going to pray. 
He will tell God, empower me, O God, to execute every good plan that you put in my spirit. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. The Bible says, the Lord Almighty has sworn. Isaiah 14, 24, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. The Bible says, God has a good plan for you. Tell God, empower me, O God, to fulfill the good plans you have given me. Give me resources, Lord, to implement and fulfill the good plans you have for me. Tell the Lord, God has a better future for me. Pray for your children. Pray and tell God, everything the devil has said to crush your future, destroy in the name of Jesus. Everyone the devil has set around you and your children to hinder their future, Father, destroy their connection over there. Every negative influence is over your life and your children. Command them to be destroyed. God, come to the rescue of everyone here. That the word of God will be fulfilled in your lives. Oh, sovereign one. said to God, bless me O Lord, and free me from pain. Tell the Lord, will you bless me O Lord, and free me from my pain. Free me from the affliction of Satan. Empower me O Lord. Let me regain everything I have lost in my life. God will restore back to you. The year the locusts have eaten. My life is worth a living for tomorrow. Tell God, I want to live for tomorrow. And I want to live for you for my tomorrow. Restore me, Lord. Strength, favor, mercy. Let him come to me. This is the month of July. Let mercy work for me. Let me favor come upon me. Let exuberance fill my heart. To do good things and to achieve good things. Determination that can never grow weary. Self-confidence. Father, we pray thee. For with God all things are possible. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Let me pray with you. It is written in Jeremiah. 29.11 For I know the plans I have towards you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm me. Harm you. So everyone under me, my voice, who have been harmed by Satan and they have confessed you as their Lord and Savior, I command them to be free from harm. That the plans of God will override the plan of Satan over your life. I pray for you. Every member of this house, wherever they may be today, globally. I pray for their children. For the covenant of God is with the righteous and the children of the righteous. Lord, everything the devil has set around us or before us. To hinder the plans of God. Arise in heaven and fight the battle for us. Lord, by every means possible, bring us and our seed to the center of your plan. 
Jesus said, if your right eye will make you sin, gorge it out. So today we agree in this house. Lord, you will use every power, every means possible in your power to ensure that no members of this house or our seed and our seed seed shipwreck. Oh, King of Heaven, before the end of July, come to the rescue of everyone. People whose spirit have been dampened, Lord, I ask, touch their heart with revival. People who have been frustrated, in the first seven days of July, you say you will do amazing things. Father, we are yet to finish this season. I ask you that the thing, you have done things this week. Next week, let them come to fruition and manifestation. My God and my King, our life shall not be according to the wish of men. Our life shall be according to the plans of heaven. He said, plan to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and unexpected and a future. So, Lord, anything that attempts to frustrate our future, I command them to be destroyed from their roots. I commit our heart and mind to you, Holy Spirit, that you will bring us resources, every resources we need, intelligence, knowledge, and wisdom, human resources, financial resources, innovation, and creativity. So that the future God has ordained for us shall be fulfilled. We receive them in the name of Jesus Christ. There shall be no failure in Christ's tabernacle. There shall be no failure in Christ's tabernacle. Father, every attitude that leads to failure, I command them to be destroyed from their roots. Every attitude from God that gave God the success when he commanded and created the whole world. Let it come upon this house of God. So that our daily life shall be pleasing unto you. Our ultimate life shall be a pride unto you who lives forever and ever. We bless your name, Lord. We exalt and thank you. Anyone under my voice that was sick, I say you are made whole. Every form of pain and infirmity, I curse you from your root to die. I command abundant life to everyone under my voice across the globe. I command revival to every soul that is listening to me across the globe. May the Lord bless you richly. And may you fulfill your days. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Jam your hands together for the King of heaven. Hallelujah forevermore. The Bible says you will know the truth. 